Hello, welcome to 15 Minute Sermon. I'm so happy to have you here today. Okay, um, let's pray. Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your abundant grace shown towards us in Christ Jesus. And as we study your word today, we ask that our hearts and our minds will be filled with understanding, will be flooded with light in the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome once again. Um, this is episode three of the series, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And uh, there's a lot that has been said from the last two episodes. We're going to say more in this episode. Alright, so let's start from where we always start. John chapter 3 verse 16. John chapter 3 verse 16. Reading from the New King James Version. NKJV. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, alright, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God so loved the world. Alright, so one thing you must realize that salvation necessitated, alright, uh, God sending his only begotten son. And you know, when you study the Bible closely, and that's why this series is a, a very important one, you would know that uh, it was salvation that necessitated, you know, God coming or sending his son. All right, so that men wouldn't perish, but have everlasting life. So that's salvation. So um, I'm going to talk more. You understand what I mean when when we when we go on. And so one thing I've kept emphasizing, all right, is that God desires man to have eternal life, and He gives man a privilege of choice. He gives man a privilege of choice. God wants men. You see. I think about it, God actually wants men to live forever, right? So that desire that men have, all right, you know, no man wants to die, all right? And that's what's behind virtually every religion, all right? Uh, men want to be sure of what happens to them when they die, physical death, all right? Some have tried to rule out the existence of life after death. <laughs> I feel so sorry for them, right? Because they are just suppressing an inner desire. And so you see that desire in man. God is very much aware of it and wants to satisfy it. All right? And he made it possibility. He made it possible. I was a man to live forever. Told him that in the day you eat of this fruit, in the book of, in, in, the, in the first book of the Bible, Genesis chapter Chapter, chapter 2 and then into verse 3. Saying, the day you eat of this food, you shall surely die. So God didn't want them to die. He wanted them to live forever. But because they disobeyed his instruction, death set in. He didn't give them death. No, death was a result of disobedience. All right. So, but you see, let's not even go into all of that. God desires man to have eternal life. And he says, whoever believes in God's only begotten Son, all right, would not perish but have everlasting life. 
All right, so let's let's take it a notch higher. Let's go to John chapter 1. Before we go to John chapter 1, let's read from the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4. Chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 4 through to 6. And it says, There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. Verse 5. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Verse 6. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. So uh, I'll say this again for the benefit of doubt. I will say it again and again. Christians serve just one God. All right? <laughs> Christians serve just one God. So when we talk about Jesus, we're talking about God manifest in the flesh. I've explained it over and over in a previous episode. The Spirit of God is God in operation. If God wants to do something on the earth, He does it by His Spirit. All right? And if you want to see God physically, Jesus is God's physical representation of God. All right. And if you look at this, you know, we talk about the Spirit of God, we talk about Jesus, who is the Son of God, physical representation of God. All of this was for the benefit of man. First of all, God wants, desires man to have eternal life. So that's why Jesus came. And God also desires man to know him hebrews chapter one right god who had son returned or god who in diverse ways and diverse uh, for, uh, uh diverse ways so the king james version will say in sundry times and diverse manners say spoke unto the fathers of the children of israel he spoke to them he wanted them to know him so he kept speaking all right kept revealing himself you know, his spirit will come and influence the prophets and he will speak prophetic words and all so that they would know God. He now said, as in this time, spoken to us in his son. And I said, the son is the express image. So in Jesus Christ, nothing about God is hidden to man. Nothing. He reveals God. Okay? So... So when we say Jesus is God, we're not it's not a different entity. We're telling you this is God in the physical manifestation. Alright. If you want to ever see God, and you would understand what I'm saying now from, from one of the scriptures we are going to read in this episode. Alright. Jesus is a physical representation of God. And this all this was necessary because of man. Hmm? Because of man. Man can only understand God when you look at Jesus. He's the expressed image. You understand? When you look at Jesus, nothing is hidden <laughs> about God. You understand how God thinks? The life of Jesus? You understand what makes God angry? You understand uh, God's character in the person of Jesus? All right, you understand God's character, so you you can only understand God's character in the person of Jesus. He is the physical representation of God. All right, so let's read. Let's read from the book of John, John chapter one. Okay, John chapter one. 
John chapter 1 verse 1, it said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I'll take it again. In the beginning was the Word. It said, And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, verse 2, it gives the word personality. It says, He, the Word, He, the Word, was in the beginning with God. Interesting. It said, All things were made through Him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. Genesis chapter 1, we see that the Bible tells us that God created the heavens and the earth. Right? And the earth was without form and void. Verse 2 now tells us that the Spirit of God moved over the face of the water. So in Genesis chapter 1, we see a revelation of God and his Spirit in operation behind creation. All right? But John now introduces the third personality. Which makes us now understand who Jesus really is. It shows us the pre-existence. <laughs> All right. So uh, of it shows us it shows us Jesus's pre-existence because it wasn't Jesus until he came to the physical. But he's telling us who he is. He's describing his person. He said, he said all these were made through him. Without him, nothing was made that was made. He said he was in the beginning with God. Interesting, right? Okay. Let's read verse 14. Now, he has said he was, he said the word was with God, right? The word was with God. Verse 14 now says, he said, and the word, this word that was with God in the beginning, said the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Notice he has said that the word was God in verse 1. So he now said, so if he says the word became flesh, he's saying God became flesh. And he does become flesh. When he say flesh, he became a human being. That's what he means. And he said, and this human being dwelt among us. He said, and we beheld his glory. Kai. That glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So you see that word begotten is a very unique word. And we say Jesus is the only begotten Son of God. We refer to God, the incarnate one. He's the only person that shows God in his full and express image. He's a physical representation of God. And I know it's 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 uh something that you know when I've told if uh, when I'm talking to Muslims especially. They shiver at it when you mention that, because it's 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 mind-boggling to them. That how would you say God became a human being? All right, do you know who God is? And so that's why the Apostle Paul explained that it was a humbling thing. God showed us a greater show of humility for Him to take on human flesh. And that was that was something. <laughs> and became subject, you know, <laughs> became subject, just like every man. That was the meaning. But he did it because of man. That's the point I'm trying to see. God loves man so much. He wants man to have eternal life, just like him. He wants man to fellowship with him. And the only way he can, you know, ensure that man has a relationship with him, a vital one, he had to initiate it. 
and his initiation of that relationship was in the man Jesus Christ. He had to become a man. Do you understand that? Okay, verse 18 now says, He said, No one has seen God. I'm still reading John chapter 1, reading verse 18. He said, No one has seen God at any time. Interesting. No one, with all the things we've read from you know the book of Genesis down, all the encounters that prophets had with God. He said, No man no, has seen God at any time. So you see, all those revelations the prophets had, you know, those who spoke uh, inspiring words, all of those revelations, all of them. <laughs> None of them saw God. <laughs> See, you, you know God is. So the Bible describes that God lives in unapproachable light. Unapproachable light. He lives in unapproachable light. Let me show you quickly. First Timothy chapter 6. So I read one line from verse 13 so that you know it's God is talking about. First Timothy chapter 6, quickly. 13. He said, I urge you in the sight of God who gives life to all things. Verse 16. He said, Who alone has him immortality? He said, dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen or can see. <laughs> Do you understand that? Whom no man can see. <laughs> All right, so he dwells in unapproachable light. So when he says in John chapter 1, verse 18, he says, All right, he said, No one has seen God at any time. He said, The only begotten Son, who is, that is Jesus, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. So Jesus declares God, Jesus shows us who God is. When we see Jesus, we see God. All right, so Jesus, God took on the flesh of human beings. A human being, so that men can relate with him. Right? So it's one God. One God doing all of this for man. One God, first of all, sending his spirit to influence other men so that other men could uh, receive inspiring words from him, from God. You just see God wanting a relationship with man. All through. You see the burning bush experience was his heart. Everything. The same God became flesh. The same God who dwelled in unapproachable light took on flesh so that man can relate with him. So they, they could touch him. They could talk to him. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I hope this has blessed you. And I do well to listen to it again. All right? And learn things and things that you may have missed. See you in the next episode. Thank you.